I'm Michael Marinello. And I'm Robert Mathers. And this is Radio Free Jersey Presents of All Time. On this episode, looks like we picked the wrong episode to stop sniffing glue. Um, are we rolling? say just right off the bat the probably the hardest part of this episode was to think of the first quote to put in this episode (laughs) (laughs) yes so uh looks like we picked the wrong uh episode to stop sniffing glue we could have probably you know nervous first time no we've been nervous lots of time we uh you know a hospital what is it we could have gone on and on and on and on and on uh, which is uh, a backwards way of saying in this episode, we're going to talk about the wonderful world of Airplane, the movie. It came out 40 years ago, um, just a few days ago, basically. It came out uh, on the 2nd of July back in 1980. Uh, and wow. I, do you remember the TV? I remember the TV ads for this. I do not. That is amazing if you do, and I love it. Um <laughs> Uh, but that's, uh, yeah, that's amazing. That's, that's great stuff. So in honor of that, uh, and because we're just coming off of a heady 4th of July weekend, um, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, and our friends over at Paste Magazine, <clears throat> our research department, if you will, <laughs> exactly. has come up with another very interesting list that they're calling Paste Magazine's best quotes from the movie Airplane. Yep. And you know, for those of you who are not familiar with this film, definitely go find it if it's on Netflix or whatever. But um, it, it is the so in the late 60s and pretty much for a big chunk of the 70s, there were these disaster films. Mm-hmm. There was airport. There was airport 77. So and the premise is uh, of these films was that, <clears throat> you know, there, there's a packed jumbo jet. And uh, it something has gone awry, and all of these lives, all of these souls are in peril. And what are uh, you know what is what are the heroes, uh, including Dean Martin, I believe, in Airport seventy seven? What are they going to do about it? How are they going to solve it? And so uh, uh, Jeffrey Zucker, uh, Jim mm-hmm. Abrams, and David Zucker decided yep. to uh, they were. They were part of this uh, theater troupe called the Kentucky Fried Theater, um, and they decided to make basically the template for parody films. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you had uh, <clears throat> what was the one with? Um, I mean, there were there were it was a it was a, a genre that was starting to take shape, um, right. or yep. just slapstick comedy. Well, they took slapstick comedy, put it on this pair on these parodies of these disaster films, and then yep. did Airplane, which came out in 1980, and then I want to say 83 or four mm-hmm. was after the space shuttle, uh, and yep. we were all space crazy again. They did mm-hmm. Airplane Two, which yep. was the same premise as Airplane One. So there is a um, this was uh, the lunar shuttle was right. the airplane too. They were gonna. That was the you know exactly what you said before, in that they wanted to uh, play off of the space shuttle, and, and now this is going to open up commercial space travel to the moon, basically. Right. right. So in airplane, the film we're going to talk about today, this list that we're going to list, and I use that word generously that we're going to talk <laughs> about today. So the synopsis of the of the of the film airplane is that there is a plane that meets with some sort of crisis, and mm-hmm. a a one of the passengers who it turns out 
used to fight in the war. They don't tell you which war. You're assuming it's <laughs> Vietnam, but the war uh-huh. uh, has to land the plane, and he hasn't flown since the war because he's got some sort of PTSD or whatever it is. Right. But exactly. the cast mm-hmm. for this was outstanding. You had these really serious dramatic actors like Leslie Nielsen, and pretty much after this, he goes on to do um, right. those the Naked Gun movies right. and all that stuff. Yep. Robert Stack before the original incarnation of uh, Unsolved Mysteries. Mm-hmm. Peter Graves, basically fresh from Mission Impossible. Lloyd Bridges, who hadn't really done any comedy then and really yep. found himself, you know, a, a resurgence in his career. Um, mm-hmm. Plus a ton of cameos. Um, right. Walt Frazier, right? Yeah, uh, I believe so. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, famously uh, Captain, uh, is uh, one of the one of the pilots. Roger Murdoch, right. <laughs> um, and uh, 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 June uh, Ward Cleaver's wife, June Cleaver, yeah. um, uh-huh. <laughs> speaking jive. So much like our last episode, we could probably go in calling this because how can you take it? And I, I was. Um, Airplane, it has been said, is from the first shot to the end frame, is the most perfect comedy ever filmed. (laughs) From the writing, the timing of the delivery of the lines of the actors, and the cinnamon hug, you know, the way way it was shot. I was uh, talking to my brother who is an actor, uh, about that we were doing the show, and he was reminding me of this. There's a scene where Robert Stack, who is this, uh, you know, veteran pilot, has to be called in to uh, help talk this plane down, right? Help talk Ted Stryker, who's never flown this kind of a plane before. And you Mm -hmm. see him getting dressed in his home, and this shot is you. You think you're, and 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 his wife is behind you, behind in the shot. You think he's putting his tie on in a mirror, and then he steps through, and you realize it's a doorway. <laughs> so it's a great gag, but the way it had to be shot, um, the wife doesn't even move. So it 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 is not like any other mirror gag that we saw. Um, with the Marx Brothers, or you know, that was right. copied on I Love Lucy or anything like that. So mm-hmm. yeah, uh, uh, amazing stuff. So. Uh, yeah, it, it's one of those things. It's just, you know, the amount of times during the day, during, uh, my life that I just, you know, will think of somebody will say something and then, um, I'll, you know, I'm like, Oh yeah, that's, it'll remind me of either some scene from airplane or some, some line from airplane. So, uh, I'm frequently quoting it. Um, and the only problem I have now is figuring out which uh, whether I'm quoting Airplane One or Airplane Two. So, right, I think Airplane One is the more oft quoted one. Yeah, um, exactly. And Airplane Two, I think, had more jokes that were time, more pop culture reference jokes. Uh-huh. Whereas this one, I think, you know, there were just a few. I f- there's a scene uh, that. Um, uh, there's a which you wouldn't know unless you were from California there's a scene where where the cab a cab pulls up at the airport and then the cabbie gets out uh, and the meter's running and the passenger (laughs) hasn't gotten out of the cab Uh and he's like well 
you know, and the, the meter's just running up, you know, hundreds right. of dollars. And the, the controller or the, the the passenger rather looks at his wristwatch and says, well, maybe I'll just give him a few more minutes. Well, the, if you lived in California, you, you wouldn't, you may or not have known, but that was the new, the California State Comptroller mm-hmm. who oh. did a whole, you know, at the time was rallying about wasteful government spending. <laughs> so you know a very deep easter eggy kind of kind of joke there so what the kids at pace did was they basically took eight uh concepts and that that's their list of the best jokes um mm-hmm. so you want to run through what they are first one is uh basically a takeoff on the who's on first you know with uh, kareem as roger murdoch and captain over uh, talking to the tower, and it's just a whole gag of, uh, you know, like a who's on first type of like, oh, what? Oh, over? Under? No, done. Um, <laughs> right, because Roger, it's Roger Murdoch, it's Captain Over, it's, right. and then the guy's name in the tower is Victor. Victor. Right? <laughs> What's your Victor, Rector? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, you know, so, uh, you know, to read it, it, you know, to look at it on the paper is not nearly as funny as seeing it live, but, you know, so it's like, uh, Captain Over, Roger, huh? Uh, departure frequency 123.9er, Captain Over, Roger, huh? <laughs> you know, and that, you know, he's saying Roger as in correct, but he's, uh, but Roger's going, are you talking to me? Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and the, uh, the, one of the, one of the, um, Captain Over is Captain Clarence Over, so he's saying, "What's your Clarence, Clarence, and and what's your Vector, Victor, all all that stuff." So it's just a it's just a on running, um, uh, silly. Uh, yeah, it's a great yeah. gag. Um, exactly. And then uh, here's this one. Probably I use one once a week. Uh, yes. The uh, don't call me Shirley. So uh, <laughs> uh, somebody's asking um, uh, Ted Stryker. We were saying before he was in the war. He has some sort of piece. PTSD and all the all the pilots get sick and can't fly the plane so they come to him and ask him if, if he could fly the plane and his response is surely you can't be serious and, and it's Leslie and, Nielsen as the, as the doctor says, right <laughs> I am serious and don't call me Shirley <laughs> and then they, then they repeat the gag see they also did, they were smart about repeating gags a bunch of times because you know the, the, again Leslie Nielsen's just like you know I won't uh, we're running out of time Surely there must be something you can do. I'm doing everything I can, and I use this one a lot. Yeah, it's either don't call me Shirley or stop calling me Shirley. And you know, then then, then I'll you know, some 25 year old will look at me and say, I don't understand what that means. I'm like, go watch right. airplane. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And the, the same thing. Um, you know, this this one comes up. The next one comes up all the time as well. The you know uh, the hospital. Uh, you know, so and so is in the hospital, or some somebody got brought to the hospital. Hospital? What is it? Uh, thinking, you know, trying to figure out what what was wrong, and the answer is a very literal response to what the hospital is. Right. <laughs> it's a big building with patients, but that's not important right now. Uh, and they do again, as you said, they repeat that um, again later. I got a letter from headquarters. Headquarters? What is it? Oh, it's a big building where the generals meet. But that's not important right here. So, uh, so and they do these know, flashbacks it, because the the reoccurring. I mean, the, the the sort of the other bit is this. Ted Stryker is the pilot that can't. You know, is all nervous about flying the plane because he crashed a plane and killed his platoon or whatever. I mean, mm-hmm. they mix the the military metaphors, and he's dating this woman named Elaine who just 
happens to be a stored a flight attendant, a stewardess on yep. his particular flight. So he is now reliving this painful, you know, love story. And the flashback of the love story with the disco and they, you know, they had, yep. they copy, you know, they do a, uh, they take a shot at uh, dance or, or Saturday Night Fever. And, yep. um, and then... <laughs> So he's and he's telling this passenger this long-winded story of his whole life with this girl, and the passenger like get tries to get out of the you know doesn't want to hear the story, so basically pours gasoline on himself and lights a match in an airplane, and you know that's fine. Um, exactly. Uh, and then next is is the wrong week, and again, this is much like you just said. This is something I say. Uh, pretty regularly yes. uh, whenever something goes wrong and you could tell people, you know, maybe 10 years younger than me and up uh, definitely get it and we'll laugh at it. And then, you know, anyone that's in their low thirties, twenties and younger have no idea what the hell I'm talking about. And that is, uh, you know, uh, this is uh, Steve M- Lloyd Bridges, Lloyd Bridges. Uh, whenever there's bad news, he will say something like, looks like I picked the wrong week to blah, blah, blah. Well, he's so. right. And it, and it, it ramps up because this is one where there's four. So, he, right. you know, it's a, it's a great throwaway line that, that kind of of these old gruff guys that are, mm-hmm. you know, oh, I, now the emergency is he, you know, we're, we're dealing with this emergency. And I love the, you know, he starts out really innocuous. Well, it looks like I picked the wrong week to quit drinking. Yep. <laughs> and then as the, crisis deepens it's mm-hmm. uh, uh looks like i picked the wrong week to quit smoking <laughs> and this is one well i will take this is the line that i usually will when i'm so i'm getting texts especially now that we're all work from home yep. and there's a crisis at work somebody's done something stupid or whatever and i will send this i have it locked saved on my phone it's the it's the shot of um of steve mccroskey um with his hair just shooting straight up and, mm-hmm. and the line yep. is looks like I picked the wrong week to stop sniffing glue or quit sniffing yeah. glue. And, and it's, and then he just does this pull off of like, you know, a, a, an airplane glue bottle or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then yep. the final one is looked like I picked the wrong week to quit amphetamines. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, so good. Um, this, the next one is maybe Barbara's favorite line, uh, favorite thing uh, she will say to me, or she, I will say to her, and she will respond this way. Uh, it's the um, nervous uh, first time. You know, this is a, pr- a passenger asking Ted Stryker if it was his first time flying, because you know another one of the gags is him. Uh, he has a quote unquote drinking problem, which right. when he brings the drink to his mouth, he just throws it uh, like in his face and down his shirt. <laughs> so someone sees that and says, Oh, nervous first time, meaning first time uh, flying. And his response is no, I've been nervous lots of times. <laughs> right. right. Um, and then uh, I just his weird, like I, again, the writing. So Ted strike, it's on a flashback, right? So Ted is talking about this military mission he's supposed to go go on. He says, my orders came through. My squadron ships out tomorrow. We're bombing the storage depots at Daiquiri at 1,800 hours. We're coming in from the north and below their radar. And his girlfriend at the time, right, says, well, when will you be back? And he replies, I can't tell you that. It's classified. Yet he's just given her the details <laughs> of his mission. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's, yeah, right. 
and yeah, and his quote unquote drinking problem, just uh, the uh, that you know, hilarious. And then, uh, then the whole thing. Now, that that's a funny thing is, you know, in this list, and we can get into a little bit nitpicky there. It's just the they they basically just describe. Uh, you know, after the first joke of I've been nervous first time, then they just describe kind of the scene. So, but yeah, it's, um, it's entertaining. Uh, El, uh, Elaine and, you know, some of her better quotes, uh, you know, that's his, wait, they were ex-girlfriend, uh, yeah, boyfriend. at the time. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like do, do, in the present day of the film as the, as right. they're on the airplane, that's, right. that's, you know. <laughs> well, right. I mean, it's and and I guess the the crisis because screw spoiler alert to this point, it's a forty year old film. Right. Somebody, I think, if was it the fish or the chicken? The there was so they serve full meals on these planes right. back then, right? Exactly. So so like half the passengers are sick because they had I think whatever either the fish or the chicken I can't remember which the food poisoning basically. Well, it turns out both pilots also had the same dinner, so that's why the pilots are incapacitated. And uh, that's why they need Ted Stryker to 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 fly the plane, right? But right. So basically, right as the pilots are both, um, you know, they the one pilot slumps forward in his seat and knocks the plane sort of in a nosedive, and and then Elaine just gets on the loudspeaker and says. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is your store to speaking. We regret any inconvenience the sudden cabin movement might have caused. This is due to periodic air pockets we encounter. There's no reason to be alarmed. We hope you enjoy the rest of your flight. <laughs> As there's like now, panic and pandemonium. I'm trying to think, is that, is it uh, airplane one or two where she says something similar to that and then like, and everyone's okay. And then she's like, and we're out of coffee. And then people start going bonkers. <laughs> yeah, I think that, I think it was airplane one. <laughs> so yeah uh, another uh yeah and yeah that always i you see the funny thing was the next one that they they quote um when they give <laughs> the when the, the passenger uh, you know wants to read something to take her mind off uh take take his mind uh take her mind off something and she's like oh you i just want something small and light and she, she hands him the leaflet of famous jewish sports legend <laughs> which at the time i i didn't you know you know as a i don't know 10, 12 year old. I didn't fully grasp it, but uh, you know, now I, I, I understand it a, a little bit more. Um, and just, again, there are these throwaway lines. So I, this one is not one that I really off remembered. It's right. You know, yeah. I mean, she's in the cockpit. Ted is now trying to fly this plane and she says, the altitude we're falling. We're out, you know, the mountains, the mountains. Right. He goes, what mountains? We're over Iowa. And she just looks at me and she goes, the cornfields, the cornfields. <laughs> So good. Um, All right. So um, and now uh, Rex, this is uh, remind me who Rex Kramer I is. I think Rex Kramer is uh, I think it's Robert Stack, right? Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so there's a, a, an, air, an air traffic controller says, maybe we got to turn the searchlights on now. And Kramer says, <laughs> no, that's just what they're expecting us to do. Like they take, so they take these old war movie lines and throw them in there. But this this next one is great that Kramer has. Right. Um, uh, he's he's now he he's basically because Stryker hasn't flown in so long. He's basically trying to talk him through, and you know you know it's like all right, the last plane you flew was a was a bomber. Uh, this is a little bit different. Uh, so he he's trying to basically get him say like you're going to be fine. 
So, Stryker, listen, and listen close. Flying a plane is no different than riding a bicycle. Just a lot harder to put baseball cards in this spot. Oh, oh man! And now, I, uh, now that this is another favorite of mine, uh, Johnny. Uh, he just um, <laughs> he, he. I don't even know what he does. He um, Johnny's just in the in the tower in the tower. Uh, just making basically, he's the ultimate, like, like at that time, he was just kind of comic relief, just throwing one-liners here, there. Right. I think the job that he was playing was technically an air traffic controller or assistant, (laughs) or he was like Rob Schneider, the cop, you know, the copy guy from Saturday Night Live later. Right. So, and uh, and they play him a little gay. Yes, exactly. Um, and the first one, McCroskey hands him a, like basically a report, uh, or, or a weather map. And it's like, oh, well, can you make of this, Johnny? And Johnny starts folding it and putting it over his head and saying, oh, I can make a hat or a brooch or a pterodactyl. <laughs> <laughs> but and then it's, you know, just these, the, he, again, like you said, the comic relief, because he's off, you know, it's this very serious moment. And one controller says, you know, bad news. There's fo- the fog is getting thicker. And then he, Johnny just jumps in off shot. To right. this very overweight guy. <laughs> and this is one that I use a lot, too. And oh. Leon is getting larger. Yeah. yeah, Barbara loves that one as well. Uh, yeah, and that's used, you know, even if somebody doesn't say something's getting thicker, it's just a, and Leon's getting larger. <laughs> well, and it's so uh, the funny, the last time we used this the, uh, at the day job, we were in negotiations with uh, bringing on a show. And the uh, guy we were talking to is a very famous person named Leon. And mm-hmm. every time we would be on a call with with this guy, um, that I would have to stop myself from giggling because that image, this and Leon is getting larger, just totally, you know, appeared in my mind. Right. Of course. Um, and this this one though, is my favorite um, is, <laughs> you know, uh, some. So now there's I guess the Johnny has to go out and do a press conference about yeah. the impending disaster because, you know, and, and this reporter says, uh, what kind of plane is it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a pretty big white plane with red stripes, curtains in the windows, and wheels, and it looks like a big Tylenol. Right. <laughs> so I've used that, you know, to describe somebody's like, what is that? No, no, no. And it's a big Tylenol. Yeah. Yes. And another great one. The uh, uh, they're they're all reading the paper, uh, the newspaper, and they're basically uh, saying what they're what they're reading about. So there's an article: passenger certain to die. Uh, that's Rex Kramer, and then McCroskey says. Airline negligent, and Johnny says, "Oh, there's a sale at Penny's." <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, oh, right. Then I guess there was radio silence or something for a while, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and Ted Stryker comes, you know, over the through the tower. You hear Ted Stryker going, "Yo, Mayday, Mayday!" And McCross says, "What? What the heck is that?" Meaning like, "Oh, wh- where's that sound coming from?" And Johnny just walks in, and goes, "Why? That's a Russian New Year. You know, <laughs> we can have a parade and serve hot odors." Like I wonder if if, if they based because uh, it came out you know maybe right after this like I always imagined that Cliff Clavin from Cheers was sort of there's this direct lineage to you know early Cliff when he just didn't yeah. do anything other than deliver these you know answer these trivia questions right exactly <laughs> um, and then, you know what the funny thing is um, that's you know there's a couple more Johnny quotes and that's it. Uh, for the list. So um, it, it's it's funny, like, 
I don't know if you got this feeling in reading this, but the, the, my feeling is it's just they kind of like, uh, all right, this is good. Let's just get it out. And, and let's <laughs> like, there's no need to go for any further into this. Let's just. Uh, right. Once again, I think that they were under a deadline. They're like, oh, so, yeah, let's just kind of like anybody that loves this film. Like you and I have done numerous times like we're doing now. You just start throwing lines out. And they did. Um, right. And then, well, well, let's group it by character. So this is clearly somebody that's not, um, uh, I think, that well-versed in the film, which leads me to believe that they may have just gone to Wikipedia for this and cribbed somebody else's because, uh, I mean, it's, it's weird to do a list of the best quotes. Again, as we said at the top of the show, the entire film is quotable. But if you're going to have a list like this, I you 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 cannot leave out which I think is is one of the best gags as again because of the stunting stunt casting. Mm-hmm. Um there are two African American passengers <laughs> and um I, I don't know if the joke would fly today necessarily but so the all you know they're trying now that the passengers are aware that something is going wrong and uh the Elaine the stewardess or it might have been the blonde the other blonde that plays the guitar or is that the moon one who was oh, the sick no, kid? That, 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 no that's I think that's 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 that one um, it's trying to calm the passengers down and the one passenger uh, you know one of the african-american passengers just isn't cannot be calmed and um, and and you know is it are they like do they speak a different language and all, all of a sudden Barbara Billingsley who played June Cleaver on leave it to beaver comes and she goes I speak jive yeah. <laughs> and, Jump don't want to help Jump don't get a help <laughs> which I was when 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 um when Barbara Billingsley passed recently, uh, mm-hmm. you know, in the last several years or whatever it was, uh, I, I it was in the highlight reel. They actually used that, you know, leave her leave to Beaver and some of her other films. But I love the fact that they had that, you know, <laughs> jumped on. Right. <laughs> but I mean, that's a that's a classic line, right? Exactly. And and another thing uh, from Elaine, where they uh, I, I, there's another line where again, I think she's reading off. Kind of like, oh, sorry about this. You know, enjoy the rest of your flight. And then she, doesn't she ask over the loudspeaker, does anyone here know how to fly a plane? Yeah. <laughs> and so I don't know how that got, you know, kind of cut out for, or, uh, you know, taken away. Yeah, I think the author of this piece, Josh Jackson, uh, again, you know, kind of phoned it in. Right. Yeah. So while the stay-at-home orders are being reinstated in many states across this nation, this is one of those films that you really should, if you want to just check out for about 90 minutes, uh, right. you know, absolutely. Uh, and it's a, it is. It's good old. It's good, wholesome American fun, uh, you know. And they also, from the way they, they shoot or they shot the film too. Not only that door gag I talked about before. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, there's all these little side. I mean, there's all of these little side uh, uh, gigs uh, or, or jokes gags. There are all these little side gags. Um, you know uh, the. I think there's a there's a bomb gag, right? A terrorist mm-hmm. gag, like you know yeah. when they used to do hijacking, so it wasn't necessarily a bomb. Um, right. There are Harry Krishnas in the airport. Yep, exactly. Where you know they want to, I think one of them pun- gets punched in the face. Right. There's a whole uh, the sign where they have the um, where you they're making an announcement, and there's a sign that says, you know, 
that's bullshit. And then it says <laughs> unbelievable bullshit. And it's a big pile of, you yeah. know, where it's like the no smoking sign or you know, yeah. on, it's unbelievable bullshit. Uh, and then another great uh, Leslie Nielsen one where there's a whole thing along the lines of, you know, how soon can we land? I can't tell. You can tell me. I'm a doctor. Uh, I don't know. Well, can you take a guess? Not for another two hours. You can't take a guess for another two hours. <laughs> <laughs> right. that, that, that type of stuff that, you know, uh, I think should have, uh, you know, made it in. Very little. Well, and then there's the whole, um, uh, you know, announcement over the loudspeaker, right? In the front right. of the in front of the airport. The red zone is for loading and unloading only. Right. The white <laughs> zone is for this, you know, whatever. Right. And then the, the, it's a male and a female voice. And then they start, the voices start arguing. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you just want me to get an abortion. Well, it's the right. only sensible thing to do. <laughs> right. Sensible choice. Um, um, wait, is it that? You see, the, again, I'm, uh, I'm flipping back. It might be airplane two. One of them has an information desk in the airport and like, oh, what's the fastest land land animal? A cheetah. <laughs> Should I take my own orgasms? No. <laughs> you know. Just- <laughs> I think that was, I think, yeah, the, the airplane two, they were more making more space jokes. Like I remember E.T. being in that. Yeah, uh, trying to you know, trying to make a collect call to phone home. I mean, they 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 did more like sort of space gags. This was we're gonna make fun of. Plus the way airplanes, you know, airports work. And again, in this post nine eleven a era, it is very interesting to see the lack of security. <laughs> you used to be able to just walk right up to the plane, you know, at the gate. Right. Um, so it is. It it, it right. doesn't necessarily hold up that way, but I still think the film holds up. Um, you know, it just in general, right? Um, exactly. Yeah. Oh, and you know what? We forgot to mention another thing is the whole. There's the whole scene where he, where Kareem briefly breaks character, and you know, <laughs> yeah. so people keep saying like, "Oh, you Kareem Abdul-Jabbar." It's like, "No, I'm Roger Murdoch. I'm the co-pilot. You must have me confused with somebody else." And then, like, at one point in the movie, he just gets tired of it. He's like, because some little kid's like, no, my dad says you're, you know, my dad says you don't play enough defense. You're not a good player. He's like, and then he, you know, basically breaks and he's like, listen, tell your dad, you know, they've been saying this about me since I was at UCLA. You try, you know, playing defense against Walt and Lanier. (laughs) And Captain Over is played by uh, um, the guy from Mission Impossible. Yeah. uh, uh, Peter Graves. Yep. <laughs> you know, because in those days, they would take a child, you know, yep. a young person, and they get to see the cockpit, and they'd get a right. little set of, you know, yeah. wings, yeah. you know, uh-huh. little, right? Exactly. <laughs> and then they do this whole, like, pedo joke where it's like... Right. Exactly. Uh, Timmy, do you like, uh, do you like, uh, you know, Turkish Have you ever seen a, gr- <laughs> yeah, you ever seen a grown man naked? Yeah, exactly. So, you see, here's the funny thing. that That's just us kind of off the top of our head uh, floating it Coming up there. with another but, 10 bit, you know, lines. Exactly. Exactly. But uh, that seems to be, you know, our, the last couple of shows where we, they, they come up with a list and we can... We can double it or triple it or or, uh, or quadruple it. So. so I think what we're saying again, guys, at Paste, <laughs> you have to put more. If you're going to release this stuff, uh, you have to put more effort into it. Just, you know, we, we spend the time reading these, uh, you know, reading your publication here. And you, you just have to do. Right. 
you just have to put more thought into it. You can't just, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you can't think you're trying to appeal to old people like us uh, right. and just, you know, throw this mm-hmm. seed on the ground and expect it not, you know, I don't know. I'm mixing my metaphors. It's not working. <laughs> I, I still get you. I understand Thank you. That. I feel you. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I would call it bullshit, but in the – However, it's always good to revisit this stuff, and it's always good to uh, talk about it and uh, and think about it. So, and it was a little bit of a change of pace for us. We'd been pretty music heavy for the last, you know, couple episodes. So it was good to uh, to branch out a little bit. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So right. we'll uh, I will put a we'll uh, we'll bring this one in for a landing. I think right. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> so. Um, Yes, uh, I hope everybody had a, a happy and safe and healthy Fourth uh, of July. I'm I'm hopeful that the country is starting to listen and you know take this stuff seriously. But uh, I you know have my doubts. But uh, hopefully, I get proven wrong. I, I'd love to. I'd love people to be a little bit overcautious uh, than to go out and do something. Well, it's interesting as, you know, as we are recording this, I've been down in Ocean City, New Jersey for the past week. I got down here last Monday after mm-hmm. we, after we did last week's show. And um, it's, uh, you know, I've been on the beach a couple of times. Uh, people are fairly distanced uh, and then some people don't. So, you know, we've left basically when someone's got just over the, you know, six foot radius. Uh, all right, it's time to go. Um you know, it's people though at the waterline are, are pretty pretty well distanced. Kids not they don't understand so much, so it's like pulling the kids back a little bit. Right. Yep, yep, um, yep. I've gone on the boardwalk a couple of times and that's you know, I'm wearing a mask on that. I would say I'm in the definite minority of people. Mm-hmm. Um I've seen some outdoor dining, you know, we've done takeaway or we've done a lot of cooking here in the house, um, you know, uh, but it's, you know, uh, are your parents down there as well? Oh yeah. It's uh, uh, my folks, uh, my brother, my sister-in-law, my nieces, um, uh, you know, they're, but they're very, you know, they have their little kid masks and they, they go to the door and the masks are on. I mean, they, 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 they are conditioned and they were accepting that condition and they, you know, they, they keep saying, oh, you know, can we go to the beach if the people are being polite or whatever the, or doing right. the right okay. thing, I think is what one of them said. So makes sense. Yeah. How is it in Hoboken? Good. Um, you know, certain places are still a little out of control, but most places seem to be getting it. Uh, you know, uh, most people I see are are at least keeping masks on and, and doing a decent job of it. But uh, I just, my fear is I just don't know how long it's, you know, people are going to cooperate. Yeah, <laughs> I, well. you know, me, I don't think it's that big of a deal to to you know just to stay on the safe side but uh others don't think so so. well when we uh on our next episode uh i will have a uh this is what manhattan looks like on a wednesday report for everybody so (laughs) yes i as well i'm supposed to be going in as well uh at some point uh in the middle of july uh so i will i we can uh, maybe one week you do your report and i'll do sure uh, absolutely i'm uh i'm currently uh I'm stitching together the rest of my uh, my my hazmat suit is coming back from the cleaners. <laughs> Perfect. And Perfect. I'm getting the I'm getting the new shower head for the Silkwood shower. Uh, references right. that I don't think anybody else is going to get. 
<laughs> All right, no, for real. We're bringing it in for landing now. Exactly. All right. Thank you for listening. You can follow us at Instagram at RFJ of all time and Twitter at Radio Free Jersey or at the website RadioFreeJersey.com. And please tell a friend about us. Head over to Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star rating. Thanks for listening, everyone. This podcast is a production of Radio Free Jersey.